Hey, it's Andy Shepard from the Empowerment Web Radio Show. I'm back. Today we're interviewing Bianca Stark Falcone of BeWellDressed.com. She is a certified image consultant and will help you make sure that your outside look reflects your sexy inner Bond girl. Relax, pull up a chair, and join us for the Be a Bond Girl podcast, featuring mastermind coach and author of Fempowerment Unleashing Your Inner Bond Girl, Sandy Shepard. This is Sandy Shepard with the Fempowerment Web Radio Show. And today we have an interview with Bianca Stark Falcone from Well Dressed, which is a wardrobe consulting company. Um, Bianca's website is actually Be Well Dressed. That's the letter B and then WellDressed.com all together. And Bianca's going to talk to us about being an image consultant. And we're going to talk a bit about her book which is Image Power Top Image Experts Share What to Know to Look Your Best. Oh, my goodness. I totally blew that, Bianca. I'm so sorry. Um, so how are you doing, girlfriend? You doing all right? I'm doing great. And I apologize for, for getting your book name all squished up there. Why don't you say it once the way it's really supposed to sound? <laughs> I think you did all right. It's Image Power Top image experts share what to know to look your best. See, now that sounds normal. Um, I, <laughs> what can I tell you? So, you know, Bianca and I actually uh, met when she was doing a fantastic um, seminar, and it had to do with fitting your undergarments, which we're not going to talk about so much today. We might talk about that in a different podcast. But what I thought that we would talk a little bit about is what Bianca does and then a little bit about her book. So, Bianca, why don't you explain pretty much like what does an image consultant actually do? That's an excellent question. Um, an image consultant, excuse me, actually asks, helps the person narrow down what their style is so that they can create the image that they want to project to the outside world. Hmm. Um, an image consultant can actually work specifically with, you know, your business attire, especially for um, a business owner or somebody that's doing a lot of, engagements and standing up in front of a large crowd and they really want to project a particular overall feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and an image consultant can also can also help somebody with their personal style and just help them increase their visibility, um, make them, you know, feel and look more youthful, um, give them a sense of their own self-empowerment. A lot of people don't feel good because they're not, they don't project a good self-image because they're not really feeling good about themselves. Mm-hmm. So an image consultant can help them increase that image so they feel good about themselves, and then that that projects in the way they, you know, behave and their body language, and so they get a better response from other people around them. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, in in the first bits of my book, which you and I were talking about, it really talks about cleaning out your closet, and getting rid of stuff that doesn't fit the person that you want to be it might be the person that you are now but i talk about having droopy bottom drawer you know jeans and sweats and stuff like that and if that's not who you are now you don't even want to have them in your closet right exactly (laughs) so so how did you actually get into this line of work i got into this line of work um 
primarily because I love to shop. Aha! And <laughs> I love shopping. And I discovered, I, uh, my mom is in the fashion industry, so I kind of grew up around clothes, and she teaches. She's an, she's an educator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I came, came kind of, grew up around in the fashion industry, but kind of from the education standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, loved clothes, loved garments, loved all the nuances of garments. All the, you know, uh, my mom's also a fashion historian, so I watched, mm. you know, historical movies and just like, you know, loved the, the little details of, uh, of a garment, not so much because it was fashionable, because it, you know, created this beautiful line or created the silhouette or, mm. you know, made this woman look tall or, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, um, it did, you know, a lot of worked in retail through college, um, and really hated the selling aspect of retail, but really loved the, you know, helping somebody find that perfect jacket or that perfect outfit right. or that perfect dress. Like, right. really loved that. It felt so good. And um, when I was, you know, still trying to, after I graduated, still trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up, um, I realized that there was a lot of people that really had no idea how to dress themselves. Like, they just, they, they wanted to look good, but they didn't, they didn't know where to begin. They didn't like the shop. They didn't like the whole process going through the dressing room. They didn't feel good about themselves, uh, especially women, just, you know, not not a great self-image, even mm-hmm. if they were beautiful mm-hmm. women. Um, and so when they sat, they stood there in the dressing room, they got frustrated. And, the, yeah. they, they, you know, salespeople felt, it felt like they were selling them rather than really helping them. Yeah. And um, so I, I start, actually started helping a couple of friends that, you know, were in an industry where they did really need to look professional and, and had a lot of, you know, they were, wine and dying clientele and it was really important that they looked good um and they had a pretty strong sense of style but didn't like the process and so <laughs> I started helping them the process you know and um that went into you know people that didn't know what to do and, and needed help and needed their hands held and needed to see what looked good on them and see how, you know, a different line and a jacket would really transform and elongate their body. And all of a sudden they were like, oh, I look good. And, you know, they stood a little taller and they, you know, walked with a little more sass. And, you know, it transformed how they carried themselves until people started to respond differently. Yeah. So this just, I just did this because it was fun. And then I realized, well, I'm like, wow, this is, there's actually something to this. And, so I looked into um, getting certified and you know, found AIC, AICI, which is the Association of Image Consultants oh. International. And they, um, you know, I got certified through them and have gotten more education through them. And, you know, well, it sounds like the, it sounds like almost what what you know we we talk about having an image consultant, and that's such a word that I think I didn't really understand that much until you and I had spoken, and and I almost more describe you as as a as an advocate you know sort of like an image advocate in that you're there to really make the people understand how it is that they can be this person that they know is somehow inside and and what you said about the salespeople is so true and also even our friends or suddenly we you know we're watching the movies and we say oh we're going to have those the these pair of shorts or we're going to have this top or you know this stripe or something like that and we certainly could put that on but we need an advocate who can say to us honey you know what let's try this instead 
<laughs> exactly. So, so you know, that's. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. I th- I think that one of the things that you talk about, um, certainly talked about in your seminar, and I think also that that you really represent is how feeling good on the outside transforms feeling good on the inside. I actually talked about in that that in my book as well. It's really quite amazing to me how. I mean, sometimes people call it fake it till you make it, but you know how when you're wearing something and I'm absolutely not talking about you got to go out and buy some Chanel sunglasses because you've got some 10, 10 great tips that we're going to post on the podcast as well on, on, you know, finding your image on a budget. But you know, how is it about that that works? How does that fixing your outside help you feel good on the inside? It seems like magic to me, but you're the magician. How, how do you make that happen? Um, the first part of this whole process, you know, when, especially when I work with a new client, is uh, doing a style consultation, which is really sitting down with them and asking them a bunch of questions and really getting to the, you know, the core of who they are and who, what, what, what parts of them they really want to come out. Yeah. Um, you know, and so... It, it, you know, it's just it's just asking questions and getting them to talk and getting words. And then what we do is, uh, what I do with them is create a style, what I call a style recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, just a, a handful of words. It could be three words. It could be five words. It could be five phrases mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the client and I together figure out um, that represents their so, so they need then, as in this recipe they need um, two cups of suave with a little dash of savvy, and then maybe a sprinkle of um, you know confidence with you know a measure of something. That's how the recipe winds up working. That's right. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Well, it's it's um, you know uh, it's really just a, it's just a bunch of words. It's it's a bunch of it's a, it's a string of adjectives. Uh, um, it's you know playful. Um, oh, I see. A, sed- a playful, seductive, classic, right, stylish, um, approachable. Perf. Oh, per- oh, that's perfect. That's a great example, actually. Approachable is a perfect example because I think we all think of things like, like you said, um, sort of stylish or playful, or whatever. But approachable mm-hmm. is a great example of something where, when you have somebody like you come to you, that they've got those words, they really know those words and understand mm-hmm. how those can be. Tr- not transformed, but how those could be represented in clothing, and and that's right. really interesting. And it's and that's hard. You have to, and, and then it's and then the next process is going. Okay, you know what what creates approachability? Yes. You know, and so there. You know, we talk about that, and we and we come up with with you know when we go in their closet things that are already in their closet that work and then, you know, things that don't create approachability in our closet. So talking about how we can make that garment more approachable or take it out of the wardrobe altogether because it doesn't work. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I had worked with the image consultant before I met you because, of course, I would never use anyone else again. But uh, (laughs) and I was amazed how much of a difference it makes to have that advocate with you in your closet when you take something out and I'm sure that, that it's very similar in that you start taking clothes out and, and you know, if it's stained, if it wrinkles easy, if it's, if it's, you know, whatever, generally that's just a, that's just got to go, you know, sort of thing. But, but then also if, if that doesn't fit the adjectives, it's so much, it's very funny to me how 
being the client in this situation, I was able to relinquish, oh my God, a lot of stuff, even though I'd written it about my, about it in my book and, you know, whatever, having that other person in there. And, and I love your tactic of holding on to some adjectives where, you know, you can literally say, does this make, do you think you'd approach this woman or, you know, using approachability, for example. And, and then I look at the straight black long jacket that makes me look a little forbidding. And it's like, no, well, that doesn't quite fit with approachable. It's so, so how about, how do you work with, you know, somebody in their closet and, and really talk about how they not only define they, their person, but doesn't this kind of make people freak out and think, oh my God, I'm, I'm never going to be this person. I mean, how can you help boost their self-confidence so they don't feel like, oh my God, I, I, I'm the wrong person. Um, you know, I think it's really, it's a lot easier than it sounds because, you know, I don't create this. I don't go, okay, you should be more approachable. Right. I ask them, do you, I mean, they, they come up with the words. Right. They, you know, I'm asking them questions like, um, an example is, you know, name, name somebody whose style you really love. Why? Right. And they'll say, you know, because, because they are classic looking and they seem approachable but stylish or, you know, so then I say, okay, well, Approachable is that you know just to stick with the approachable yeah, yeah, yeah. theme yeah. here. Um, is that is that something that you, that you want out of your clothes? And then you know they'll go, oh yeah, it is. So it's it's something that that's coming from in them. I'm not I'm not pasting it onto them. I love I'm just that. helping them find it. And so when we go, we start going through these clothes, and 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 you know they pull out this jacket, and they're like, you know, I wear this all the time, but it doesn't make me feel good. Well. It's easy for me to say, well, you know, the reason why this long black jacket doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't really do it for you is because it doesn't have that approachability that you really desire. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. I think organic. that's I think that that's the word I was just thinking of was organic. That it's it's coming from the client, but the client has the ability of having a a mirror that comes back to them. You know, it's sort of like a talking mirror who's saying. Well, let's let's talk about. Let me mirror back to you the adjectives you were using, and let's see how those reflect into your closet. Right. Have you ever you you haven't ever well I should say you haven't ever have you ever had a situation where oh say everything in the closet had to go or you know hopefully people do get to keep at least some of their things. Oh oh yeah no, no. we don't we don't get rid of them. I mean I've had um, a couple of clients you know who lost a lot of weight or oh, yeah. I mean I had one woman that I helped and she hadn't I mean she this was maybe two or three years ago and she. Still, like most of her closet was still from you know 1984. Oh, and so <laughs> yeah. She had to get rid of a lot of things. Yeah. But um, you know, but she the thing was she wasn't she had this huge closet full of all these clothes. She wasn't really wearing anything. Right. She had a handful of stuff that she wore. Right. That was more updated. Right. You know, so it wasn't I wasn't getting rid of things she wore. I was getting, I was just helping her clean it out so she could actually have a closet full of stuff that was helpful right right and supported her and and the as i as i always like to say when you have too much of anything that you you really need to you need to sort of pour the beer out of your glass so you can get champagne in there and so and so you know you got to make room or the universe is going to say well you've got a stuffed closet girlfriend i'm sorry you don't get any new stuff so So, so tell me, tell me a little bit about the book that you co-authored. I'm going to make you repeat it because it's just too many words for me. But go ahead and say no the name problem. of it again, and then um, I, <laughs> I apologize. And then tell me a little bit about that book, and and tell me about your chapter. 
Okay, Image Power, Top Image Experts Share What to Know to Look Your Best, is a book of 20 image consultants like myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, that are at the top of their industry, and they've all, we've all put in a chapter um, talking about various aspects of image. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it actually covers a lot of topics. It's a great book. It's, um, the first chapter is Don't Get Down, Get Diva. And it's, uh. you know, just about that, you know, being finding your inner diva and yeah. how you can be that diva. Um, the last chapter is 50 is the new 40. So just talking about, you know, different things to, you know, for the woman over 40 or the woman over 50 to really feel good and you realize that she's not, you know, over the hill, so to speak, but right. she's still got life to her. So my chapter is called Foundation Pieces, The mm-hmm. Secret Behind Every Beautiful Curve. That's right. Um, I've done a lot, of, a lot of work with foundation pieces and clients, um, really because I just had a lot of clients asking me about it. Yeah. So I started to get do more and more research and ask more questions and go into the lingerie departments or go into the lingerie stores and, you know, ask the staff. Yeah. Um, on a side note, lingerie, you know, when you go into Nordstrom's, say, and go to lingerie department, most of the staff is really knowledgeable. Yeah, And yeah. if you just use that resource, it's very helpful. Yeah. Um, and so my chapter is just about, you know, how undergarments can really support your outer garments to create the image you want. And right. you don't need to go get a $1,000 surgery. You can just get a good bra that actually fits you and it does wonders. So you, and again, you look better, you feel better about yourself. You start to behave with a little more, you know, a little more pop to your stuff. I cover, you know, bras, talking about different, every body and silhouette is a little different. So you might need different support, um, different things, you know, bras come in all shapes and sizes to fit all shapes and sizes or bodies. And I talk about um, underwear and, you know, the infamous panty line and how to <laughs> avoid it. <laughs> and then foundation pieces are the, you know, the, the last part of my chapter. And I wish more women would embrace foundation or yeah. um, shapewear yeah. because it's really a great tool to help you feel, you know, a little more. Put together, put together. together. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think everything out. I think it's, it's so interesting because, um, and, and the one thing that I will say right here is that, is that the place to get this book, which is a great book. I did buy this book, um, when I saw Bianca and, and she's absolutely right. The first chapter is great fun and her chapter is fantastic. Let me tell you, you know, all those questions that you couldn't ask your mother about bras and undecent foundations. Bianca's taking, you know, <laughs> taking care of it. Um, and her website again is be like the letter B welldressed.com. The, the thing that, I was so interested about was that when I went to the um I went to the screening showing of the the latest James Bond and I wore this this little gold dress that I have and I had gotten um a foundation garment that you and I had talked about and and um it it's amazing I looked at those pictures and my readers know or my listeners know that I am a little overweight over what I should be right now. Let me tell you. And I was amazed because I had some pictures of myself just wearing sort of normal undergarments underneath that. And then with the foundation garment underneath it, holy cow, what a difference, you know, and I'm not, using, <laughs> I'm not using cow in the literal sense, although I might, you know, possibly have done that. And it just seeing that picture made such a 
difference. And so many people think, I think that was the thing too that you really taught me uh, in your chapter was that it's it's sort of it's not a, just a girdle anymore. You know, I mean that foundation garments come in all different shapes and sizes. I mean, there's things that can take care of your your thighs. That if your you know problem is more in your middle, if your problem is this, if you want that, and that's why I so. Um, appreciated not only hearing you and why I wanted you to be on the show, but also um, that you that you talk about that in your book. And I really think that the that the book is something that everybody should have because number one, it's not that expensive, and number two, every single one of those image consultants, like you said, every chapter is by somebody at the top of their game doing exactly what they're really fantastic at. And and I don't think you could get a better. It's like having a whole group of image consultants in one little place. Exactly. Amazing. I mean, just amazing. So the the question that I have as well, how you think that this plays off of um the the thought of being empowered by your feminine side, which is which is of course what my audience is mainly um interested in, the sort of fempowerment and finding their path to passion and stuff. I mean, how how do you think an image consultant and you we could say how can foundation garments um, help us in that quest. Well, I think you know, basically, it's a healthy self-image. Mm-hmm. When you have a healthy self-image, especially as a woman, um, you have better self-empowerment, mm-hmm. and that allows for some, you know, the idea of some power where you you embrace your sexuality and you know allow yourself to be, you know, a sexy woman and still have, you know, your own your own personality, your own mm-hmm. your own stance. Your own adge- um, your own adjectives. <laughs> your own that's right. <laughs> your own adjective, right. And um so having, you know, the, that that ability to be you know, to have a positive self image allows you allows you to be comfortable in your sexuality mm. and then allows you to be to to feel positive, to feel like, you know, I can be a powerful woman and be sexy and I can be, you know, and I can do, I can be approachable and Mm -hmm. I can be kind and warm and soft Mm -hmm. and still, you know, go and lead a group Mm -hmm. or, you know, be the, you know, I think that's, that's where, um, you know, women get stuck. It's like, it's like they're, they're trying to fight a man's world. Yeah. And so they, they try to be too manly you know to male yeah, manly yeah. and then they lose the soft feminine femininity yeah. Yeah. and you know being comfortable in their own in their own skin and being to, able to embrace their you know their their femininity by having self by having a positive self image because mm-hmm. I, I think that's where that's where that contrast comes from is a lack of positive self image so having a positive self image allows you to kind of embrace both sides without them fighting each other. Well, you know, it's interesting because in saying that, I'm I'm actually curious because you deal with so many women and, and so many going through different transitions and whatever. I'm, I'm curious from your uh, professional standpoint, what types of things you see women doing that don't support that positive self-image? A, a big thing is, you know, this is one of the reasons why I got into, foundation, into the foundation pieces, um, hiding themselves, hiding their body. Mm, mm. You know, even even if you're not, you know, even if your your desire is not to be more alluring, mm-hmm. um, even if you're not particularly alluring, you can still dress 
in a in a more in a more feminine manner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being so, I mean, I it's actually amazing how many women um, I work with that one of their desires is to be more feminine. Yeah, I I hear you. I mean, that's that's actually when I started coaching. It's just funny. That's that's why I think we were sort of sisters under the skin because when I first started coaching, my clients were CEOs, CFOs, COOs, who were these high powered women who didn't have dates on Friday nights, and and I just started teaching women how to walk, how to talk, how to listen, how to you know in the man and woman dynamic, you're the girl. And so there's certain things that a girl is, does, you know, has that the man is mm-hmm. just desperate for. And so just like you're saying, you know, if you if you've got those curves, I mean, I don't care if you think you're 100 pounds overweight, you're just incredibly sexy. Um, you've right. got curves that he doesn't have and that he loves because that's part of his chemistry. So, yeah, sure. Let's 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 make sure that your, your garments fit you so you're not wearing something that doesn't fit you well you know you look like you know somebody squeezed you in there but let's make sure that you are everything that you can be and i think that from the foundation of foundation um, documents i would say foundation garments i think that you're absolutely right that um i see people in my i I take an advanced pole dancing class and i see people in my pole dancing class who i think you people would be shocked um that are doing pole dancing you know because they're all shapes and sizes and they are so sexy and sensuous, amazing in their own skins. And, of course, we're just wearing sort of, you know, shorts and tank tops. And I just hope that these women are are not covering themselves up when they go out because they're awesome, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the the one thing, it was very funny, I think, when we did, uh, when, when I heard you in the seminar and, and buttonholed you and said, you must talk at my show, was one of the things that uh, one of the women asked you, which was a real surprise to me, was she she said, um, well, gee, don't bras sort of last forever and stuff like that. One of the things I'm hoping that, that you just might is, is give us a few little tips on not only improving your foundation wardrobe, but a few little tips about, you know, oh, say, bras don't last forever. Please make sure that you get rid of them. Things like that. That's a little problem. Okay. Tip <laughs> number one, bras don't last forever. <laughs> Please make sure you update your bras. <laughs> That's my big bugbear. Um, I hate to say it, but that really is my big bugbear. And and I see these women and, and you know, you'll be in a in a changing room or you know, whatever at, at sort of like a low month and you look at people and you go, Honey, my goodness gracious, when did you last you know, they're 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 backstrap is sort of falling off or you know, something. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Did you buy that like in 1990 or something? <laughs> the poor bra is doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, the poor thing. It's like, could you please put me out of my misery? <laughs> so what other sorts of tips do you have that are, that are along those well, lines? <laughs> along those lines, um, your bras do stretch out. Yeah. So when you buy a bra, when you first put it on, you do want it to be tight, and you want to put it on the first set of hooks. Like, all bras have three sets of hooks, mm-hmm. and they have three sets of hooks because bras do stretch out. And so as the bras start to stretch, you slowly move from the, you know, outermost hook to the middle hook to the innermost hook. Right. Um, that's, you know, and, and that's really how bras, that, that's why they have those hooks. Okay. Um so, you know, it's, here's another thing is when you go in to buy a bra, mm-hmm. you know, and there's there seems to be 
fail staff available, use that resource. Yeah. Get yeah. them to help you. I agree. Because the bra, the, the way that, you know, each cut, you know, all our breasts are different shapes Absolutely. and sizes. They're not only just sizes, but they, they're shaped a little differently. So, you know, you might be the same size as your, as your best friend. Absolutely. But you might need a different bra. Yep. Um, and and that's what the sales staff or an image consultant is really good at is helping you find the appropriate bra. You yeah. know, they know what's gonna fit. And you might have to try on a few, but they're gonna help you a lot quicker than you're gonna do on your own. Yeah. And it's that second set of eyes too. Um and then the other the other thing is that you know, the other part that I'd I'd like to the other tip I'd like to put out there is, you know, make sure the bra you know, when you put your bras on, make sure they're they're fitting. You know, make sure that there's not bulges where they're not supposed to be. Make right. sure there's not, you know, the the back the back arm should be should be parallel to the ground. They shouldn't be rising up in the middle. Right. Um, right. The the center gore, which is that triangle mm-hmm. that sits between the breasts, mm-hmm. should be sitting flat against your sternum. It shouldn't be sticking out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, your you shouldn't be getting big red creases in your shoulders. <laughs> so if you're if you're well endowed, you, right. know, you want a thicker strap to support you. Right. Um I think those are those are really some major tips that are easy yeah. for us yeah. to see if we just look. You know, you don't necessarily need somebody else to, to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right too about especially using the sales stuff. I I uh you and I are built very differently. I mean it's I um you know, hardly endowed and you are well endowed. And so, um, and so between the two of us, it's just funny because, because our bras would be so different. Although, um, you know, I look at people who also have unfortunately gained weight or sometimes lost weight, sometimes lost weight. And, and the thing that I'm constantly saying to people, because bras seem to be expensive, but you're wearing the doggone thing. I mean, and again, don't wash it as you know that's that's some of the other things is is right. you don't want to wash it all right. the time you want to treat these things carefully you know yeah. whatever yeah. air air them out air them out <laughs> don't wash them all the time yeah the more bras you have the longer they'll last because and don't wear the same bra in 24 hours right Rotate right your bra. right and and Let that was i think that was a big revelation to the audience although it was funny because that maybe i was just brought up right or something because i i couldn't believe that anybody wasn't doing that it was like what are you doing <laughs> i guess you probably deal with that all the time it's like it's like uh, you know the, the the things that people have in their closets and you know whatever but, but that's that's the other thing is is i look at something and i i can't tell you what an average bra it costs, you know, 30, 40, 50 dollars. I don't know what it costs, but, but whatever it costs, the doggone thing is going to be the foundation to your, your wardrobe. It's going to be something that you're going to wear on average, you know, hopefully you have five or so. So on average, you're going to wear it once a week for a couple of years. And so, you know, 40, 50, 60, I don't even care if it's a hundred bucks, as long as it's something that's, you know, a foundation garment versus, the other side of it being a fun garment, which is, you know, you may pay a hundred dollars for something that doesn't hold you up. And that's not, that's not a foundation garment. That's a, that's a piece of fun lingerie, which is a whole different, you know, animal. But I, I think that's the thing is that if people were to, to permute the amount of money over the life of the, of the garment of the, the bra or foundation garment or whatever it is that they're getting, they'll realize that it's just pennies to get, get a, a real good one that really fits them and to just, 
suck it up, as it were, and and throw out the stuff that doesn't fit and and get themselves a new wardrobe in that area. Yes, very, very key. And, up, you know, just like everything else, it needs to be updated, not because of the style, but because it wears out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. Unfortunately, I, I think that I think that I I have the stupid um, uh, um, tactic, which is not the right word, but of of buying them all at once, and so they all wear out at once. I was realizing I was realizing, oh my god, I think it's about time. And and you know that means I have to buy five or six bras at once, which is really not the smartest tactic. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, buy buy you know one or two at a time. And- Make sure, I mean, you, there's no point in having a bra in your, you know, undergarment wardrobe that doesn't support you. It, sure. Just, and, and the, you know, the other thing is, like, it's not really about, you're right, like, there's the sexy lingerie, which right. is a completely different thing, versus the foundation piece. Right. And so it's really not about how pretty it is, it's about how well it supports you and how smooth it creates you. you it's know, how pretty how, how, it's how pretty you are. Not how pretty it is. How pretty you are. Exactly. <laughs> it's not about it, it's about you. <laughs> there's there's also a there's a group actually um that I'm going to put in the um, in the notes for this podcast. It's it's a group in Arizona, and actually, what the woman does is take bras, sports bras, anything that we're getting uh, rid of, and it's a nonprofit. And you can send those bras, foundation garments, um, sports bras to her, and she gets them to women who are um, homeless and uh, do not have foundation garments, and that's her. Um, that's that's actually what all her nonprofit does is is literally just get those garments out to to women. So I know often, you know, you sort of look at your bras and things that you're getting rid of, sports bras, foundation garments, and and they're a little stretched out or whatever. This this one nonprofit, that's literally all they do, and it's much better for somebody to have something than it is to have to have nothing. So right. I'll put that in the in the show notes as well because I actually met the woman who started this when I was at a convention in Dallas and I've been sending her bras for for a year um, uh, through people who have asked me to help them uh, do various things or that I'll do a a um, I'll do these clothing trades at my house and you know a lot of times people will bring foundation garments and say these are perfect shaped I just am, have lost weight or gained weight or whatever does anybody want them because I can't give them to charity and now it turns out that you really can give them to charity so that's that's another thing that's very exciting is that this one gal is is um, is doing this for women who who need that so that's another another thing that we have as sort of a resource well it is yeah absolutely it is the half an hour i promise my i try to keep my my podcast to half an hour although i could talk to you forever and um (laughs) and i just want to thank you very much for um coming on the show well you're quite welcome oh look fantastic i want everyone to run out to buy bianca's book because as she said it's not um it's it's not all all about you know one thing. It's twenty people talking about what they do best, and it's a fun book. Actually, it's fun that you can see these women, and and how you could use every single one of them. And I certainly uh, think Bianca is the best of the best. But um, but 
her book is is at be well dressed again it's be like the letter well com. no hyphens or anything be well com. and bianca actually herself if you have any questions for her she is bianca b-i-a-n-c-a at be well com. if you are in the san francisco bay area that's where bianca has her uh, wardrobe consulting company. So if you do need wardrobe consulting, I am quite sure that if you hear her and you need this and, and this has made you feel, oh my gosh, I've got old bras and old everything coming out of my ears, Bianca can come and find your adjectives with you. So if you happen to be a listener in the San Francisco Bay Area, I would definitely go and check out BeWellDressed.com and see if um, Bianca might be able to help you to unleash your inner Bond girl. So Bianca, I just want to thank you for being there with us. Oh, well, it was really fun. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. I just think we should do this, you know, again sometime because this was great. I would, I would love to. Awesome. It was it was a blast. Oh, Thanks, thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. I hope you had as much fun listening to Bianca from BeWellDressed.com as I did in interviewing her. Bianca is a fantastic gal, and I think if you are in the San Francisco Bay Area, you definitely should use her as a resource. If you go to her website, again, it's B, like the letter B, WellDressed.com. She has a number of packages, everything from shopping in your own closet to full closet cleanses and personal shopping with you or finding special uh, travel clothing. She also has a special event um, program where if you're trying to dress yourself for a certain specific thing, she will help you with that both in your closet and taking you out shopping. I think that using Bianca as a resource, if you happen to be in the San Francisco Bay Area, is a fantastic idea. And even if you're not in the Bay Area, you definitely want to go to her website and get a copy of her book. It's a lot of fun to read and you are going to pick up a ton of tips. Now, I admit, I have definitely been falling down on my job of doing podcasts, but it's been an exciting time for me. I've had uh, my businesses pop, and in fact, I will be speaking on October 7th in Sacramento for the group Empower 180. And that subject is going to be sex and sensuality. So to get ready for that, I actually will be getting some podcasts out in the next few weeks that have to do with just that subject. Now, how to figure out how to put that PG-13 rating onto my podcast. That's the next thing I have to discover. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I look forward to seeing you again back here soon. Bye.
Bond Girl is neither affiliated with nor endorsed by Eon Productions, Sony Pictures Entertainment, MGM Studios, or United Artists. This podcast is copyright 2008 by Double O Productions. All rights reserved. Fempowerment and Fempower are registered trademarks of Double O Productions. For more information, visit BeABondGirl.com. Our goal? To build a better world, one Bond girl at a time. Thank you.